This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. Luke, cold calling is an art and a science. And to increase your chances of success, you have to know the numbers. What to say, when to call, how many times all play into the science of cold calling so you can land new leads and sales for your business. And as people change, so do the stats. So today we're going to go over eight cold calling stats that you need to know in 2022 to stay paid. Yeah. How lucky are we that we live in an age where you actually have the science and data behind cold calling? It used to be you just had to call all day long. You had no Trial idea if it was going to work. Computers running algorithms, yeah. reading every script and transcription from cold calls and coming up with this yeah. science for us. Yeah. One of the companies that I have been following for a really long time is a, a company called Gong.io. Yep. And Gong.io put out this blog, which is these data statistics we're going to go over and and eight ones that they think you should know. But what Gong does is they literally analyze (laughs) sales calls. They have technology, whether it's AI, whatever it is, they have technology that they literally can analyze your sales calls and give you back statistics on them. Yeah, creates a transcription. It looks at all the different words that are being used. And then it looks at the result of the call and determines which calls were successful and what do they have in common type of thing. So what we're going to go over today, I found this blog, was reading it and it was like, oh man, this is so interesting. We got to talk about this on the podcast. All right. We're going to go through all eight stats. Stat number one, successful cold calls last two times longer. Yeah. that's, That's kind of, I mean, kind of obvious, but it's also super interesting from the standpoint of if you're having a longer call, obviously it's going better. Yeah. But a lot of times people will teach you in sales that um, you shouldn't be the one, and we'll get to this at a later stat, but they teach you in sales, like you don't want the call to go too long. Mm. You don't want to be the one talking all the time. They teach you all these things where the data is showing here that, hey, the longer sales call is going to be the one that actually is successful. But the reason why is because you think about it like webinars, the same fact applies to webinars that you should have a webinar at least, I think it's like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. or 40 minutes. And that's the level that people need to build up that trust with you, especially like our cold calling. So we make thousands of phone calls, no lie, every day, thousands of cold calls. And we have found that it's just like, we're a one call close type mentality. So we have found that, Hey, you got to close them on that deal. In order to close them on that deal, you got to keep them on the phone. Well, the other point I'd make there is like you kind of, and different companies list this out differently. We have our own um, what do we call it? Like the eight step button up process or the yep. eight step process, right? The one that gong.io listed out in here, it's just really simple. When it's an opener, you've got five seconds to earn the next five minutes, your reason for calling, your value prop, your key question, your customer story, second key question, tailored value prop, close on next steps. I ran through those quick, not because you need to remember all of them, but I ran through them to show like, if you're able to get through all of those, your call's naturally going to be longer. You're naturally going to be able to get your value out there for the prospect. We should have mentioned to people too, is successful calls they found to be five minutes and 15 seconds. Five minutes. Least. Okay. All right. The unsuccessful calls were three minutes and 14 seconds on average. There you go. So not even that long. So you got to get There's it over you know, yep. three minutes and 14 seconds. Actually, our most, uh, our quickest um, credit card call is we had a caller get to a credit card in, in under three minutes. It was John Hoff. <laughs> under three minutes, he got a credit card. Call of Famer. Crazy. All right. Yep. Second stat is the cold call opener is 40% less likely to get you a meeting. I'm sorry. <laughs> this cold call... <laughs> That didn't go well. Apparently, I had a typo in my notes. This cold call (laughs) opener, let let me uh, reiterate this, is 40% less likely to get you a meeting. The opener is 
did I catch you at a bad time? So if you say, did I catch you at a bad time? You're 40% less likely to get a meeting. Yeah. It's super interesting here because psychologically it like as a caller, you feel like you're being nice yes. and you're lowering the person's guard yep. and they'll let you in because they'll see you as a bunny and not a wolf yep. or like a, a, a real person <laughs> and not a salesperson. It's actually the complete opposite. Right? I get, they shut I, you down. I, I immediately go through when I get cold called is this level of irritation. If someone asked me if they caught me at a bad time, I go, of course you did. I'm at work, but then it's almost like I can't be rude. So I got to be like, no. And immediately like, I don't, necessarily like you anymore yep. because you put me in this position where I basically have to lie and say, yeah. no, it's fine. <laughs> pr- pr- pretty insane though. Like 40% less likely to get the meeting crazy. Second uh, or the third stat is using how have you been as your opening line performs 6.6 times higher than cold calls that don't use it. So just a simple phrase, how have you been? I love how they say the old sales trainers are rolling in their grave because <laughs> people would like crucify oh, yeah, Steve, our own you. CEO used yeah. to yell about that. So never you, say how have you, you been. You never say that because they don't care. They know you don't care how they've been. Right. But the truth is in my own cold calling, I've always found that it's a way to get the prospect to engage in combo immediately. Mm. And the key really with a sales call a lot of times is to get some engagement immediately as fast as you can, because then that leads to a conversation. If you can get that engagement, how you've been makes it seem like I know you. Yes. And it's not just how are you doing? Yes. That's a key differentiator. You don't call Josh up and go, hey, Josh, how are you doing? Yep. Right. Then it's like, what? Who are you? You don't know it. But hey, Josh, it's Luke. How you been? How you been? Yeah. It's like uh, just they actually simple. say that in the stat. They say specifically, do not say, how are you? It actually mm-hmm. creates a pattern interrupt. So using that phrase, it's a question that forces your buyer to alter their natural thought pr- pattern. Essentially, what it's doing is it scrambles their brain, ha- making them hesitate for half a second longer, allowing you to keep them on the phone. Yeah, no, I, I love it. And what I always tell people, I even used to coach um, callers. You can literally say, how are you doing? If you're more natural and confident in that, then not saying that. So that's yeah, a key exactly. point I've always trained people on is you can you can say things like, hey, how's it going or how you been or something like that, especially if it's more natural for you. So my gut tells me with this stat, though I don't have the data, my gut tells me it's more successful because people naturally say stuff like that more. And when you're natural on the phone, when you deliver it with more authenticity and confidence, people buy from you. So how you been? Stat number four, stating your reason for your call boosts success rates by 2.1x. So this is one that you always hammer on is you have to state your intentions. Have to state the intentions, have to make a bold claim, have to come right out from it. Most salespeople dance around the bush. Do not dance around the point. Yeah. Go right in. Here's the reason why I'm calling you. And a lot of times you should make it a bold claim type idea that people will respond to naturally because like I'll always say like when I'm out at a conference or that, hey, um, you know, let me give you my 15 second elevator yeah. pitch when I'm out at a conference because people will just literally respond to just, okay, give me your best kid yeah. because you're stating right away. I want to pitch you. Here's why I'm calling you. I'm doing this. And people are like, okay, now I know you're not, da- I'm not spending any time trying to figure out, are you a salesperson or you're not a salesperson, which gives me a bad feeling. Yeah. Nothing is more irritating when, you know, again, whenever I, I get a cold call and they go immediately for the demo. Hey, this is uh, so, so-and-so from this company. You know, we do marketing, whatever. I'd love to set up 15 minutes just to walk you through our system. Like, no, it's like, why, why, why would I want to, why do I want to give you 15 minutes? And then they try and go this high level sort of instruction or this high level overview no, of then what they, the program yeah, they start is versus asking like, you questions what can too. you do for me? Do you struggle <laughs> with, do you struggle with not getting enough leads? It's like, 
Of course we struggle of with that. Course. Why are you calling me? Can you get me leads or can yeah. you not get me leads? 100%. Yeah. Stat number five, successful cold calls have a higher talk to listen ratio by the rep. This is one you sort of hinted at earlier. Yes. Now, so this one, most people don't uh, realize, and they actually always tell you in sales, talk less. The we person just to talk had first. a podcast not that long ago where we were saying to have a higher listen ratio. And, so this is, well, this is new It's stats. like people always say you need to listen to understand, not listen to respond, not in sales cold calling. Yep. Sales cold calling. Now, remember, you're going for an appointment or you're, you're, it's a different type of call when you're doing cold calling versus like you've set an appointment with True. somebody. Yeah. So that's a, a differentiation there. But when you're calling, you actually want to be the one to control the combo. Here's why it makes sense. You call this person out of the blue. They didn't call you. So to expect them to lead the combo, to expect them to open up and be vulnerable, to expect them to do anything outside of their comfort zone is not going to happen. But if you lead them, if you take them by the hand, sometimes I say by the collar, and you lead them down the golden road, they're more likely to buy from you. Successful cold calls have a 55 to 45% talk to listen ratio, meaning the sales rep is talking 55% of the time compared to... Uh, unsuccessful calls, which have a 42 to 58%, meaning the buyer is speaking 58% or the majority of the Crazy. time. Crazy. Stat number six, monologues are 50% longer in successful cold calls. So I'm assuming what they're talking about when it comes to monologues is basically that pitch, like right, getting getting through your pitch. Yeah. They're 50% longer in successful cold calls. Yeah. Here's the framework we use that I think could help you is we use a intro and then it's what we do, how we do it, mm. why it works. That would be your monologue. Right? Yep. And so it's very, very uh, effective because the prospect knows what they're getting. We literally frame up for them. Hey, let me share with you in just a minute what we do, how we do it, and why it works, yep. why you should pay attention. And then we go into our presentation and you know what you're getting. And have you ever gotten a speaker? Like I was at church on Sunday. I and would kill for a sales call like that, by the way, from yeah. one of these marketing firms that are trying to sell me software. Like, just give me that. What, what do we, what do you do? How do you do it? Why does it work? Yeah. Right? Because people want that. The human brain needs that. I, I, like the speaker we had at church was guest speaker. Love her. Awesome. But she didn't tell you what she was presenting on mm. and what she was going to teach you. And she didn't have any outlines. So you were literally 40 minutes into this talk going, is this where ever going to end? Mm. Yeah. Is this like, where is it going? Not because what she's saying is bad. She mm. was probably saying amazing and she was saying amazing stuff, but because my brain was like, I don't know the beginning and I don't know the end. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. You lost me. If you just put a framework, what, how, why, it's so effective. Uh, successful cold calls have a 53-second monologue versus unsuccessful cold calls that have a 25-second. So that's sort of the stats to back that one up. Number seven, successful cold calls include uh, we. No, I'm sorry. Successful cold calls yep. include 65% more we, meaning they use the word we. Instead of I. Why is that? It makes sense. Psychologically, you're building your credibility. Yeah. You're building like there is a collective group of people and you're included in this collective yes. group. Yeah. So you now are included into, hey, we're doing this together and hey, everything I do, hey, like sometimes I'll go, you know, here at our organization, what we do is this. So it makes it seem it's bigger than yes. just me. Exactly. So if you're a real estate agent right now and you're giving your listing presentation, imagine flipping it from just what I do to, hey, what we do at yeah. my organization is we do this and it makes it feel bigger, more important. And then you include them in the we, hey, what we are gonna yeah. do together. Not what I'm going to do for you, what we are going to do. I love that because yeah. you're hitting the credibility in terms of speaking for the organization. You're hitting the collaboration in terms of doing it together. In fact, uh, other words to avoid, just kind of as an idea, we did a reel on this, but 
the words like show you how discuss and contract reduces closing rates by 14%. Using we provide more than four times drops your closing rates by 22%. Successful cold calls used definitely, certainly, and absolutely five times more. So a couple other words to use and words to avoid in there as well. All right. The last stat, number eight. This is probably a question that so many people wonder in terms of what time to call, what day to call. The best days to cold call are Wednesdays and Thursdays. Wednesdays and Thursdays. What was yeah. it? A 49% difference? Is that 49% what difference between Tuesday versus Thursday. And then in terms of what time to call. Now, this is based on three years of data. They looked at 100,000 call attempts. This was published by the Harvard Business Review. Best times were between 4 and 5 p.m. There was 164% difference between calling uh, 4 and 5 or 1 and 2. Response time, make sure you're calling within five minutes. It's a 400% decrease in odds of qualifying a lead if you go to up to 10 minutes. Jeez. And then persistence, you have 90% chance of making contact on the sixth attempt and 40% of reps give up after one attempt. So all of that to say, look, this is the data. This is the, I don't know why. The only thing I can think of why Thursdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are better. Friday, you're kind of checked out yep. in a, in a, or you're wrapping up your week. Monday, there's too much going on. Monday, you've got so many meetings and things coming up. Tuesday tends to be one of those days where it's like, okay, you had Monday to get back into the swing of things. Now, Tuesday is the day that you're really focused. Yep. And so, Wednesdays and Thursdays, maybe people just Wednesday, it's hump day. More. So, you're just chilling. Wednesday, you're just so, <laughs> Thursday, no stress. That's our Instagram clip right there. <laughs> So there you go. There are eight cold calling stats that you need to know in 2022 to have those successful cold calls. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you like this episode, we'd love it if you show your support. First way is to head on over to Apple Podcast, drop us a five-star review and a comment to let us know how we're doing. And the best way to help out the show is to share this episode with a friend. Well, considering how this was an episode on selling, um, did you hear that Sally stopped selling seashells. Yeah, she wasn't so sure about it anymore. So she stopped selling seashells. That's so sad. What, no cricket button on that fancy soundboard we got? That'll do. Someone, Sean Carpenter got that joke. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate oh, you laughing. Man. If you'd like to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. I'm Luke Acre. Guys, here's your action item. It's 6.6 .6 times more likely to get engagement. Use this opening line. How you been? How you been? How you been? Try that in your cold calls this week. And if you need a little bit more motivation, call on Thursday. You're going to get a pickup rate that's better. Make those calls. The difference between top producers, mediocre producers is top producers make their calls because top producers take action. Take action on that today.